Any human. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, man. It's me, Tory North, coming to you live from the Northwest. I got my boy Indy right here, man. You already know what it is, man. Tell the people what's good, Indy. What's poppin'? How's everyone doing? <laughs> if you're listening to us now, I really appreciate it. You could be anywhere in the world. You're probably at work, working, listening to us while you're doing your job, doing your task, or you're probably studying for your your exams and shit or whatever you got going on in college we appreciate everybody who's listening whatever you're doing whether you're working whether you you're on the corner hustling getting your shit no i'm just kidding i don't i don't know i don't know what i support but i support you so anyways thanks for listening to us we out here we're really just testing the waters with this podcast season it's gonna get bigger and better and i'm not gonna stop it i'm gonna keep it going it's something that we're gonna be working on building up um but yeah, I had today we shot a music video. We were hanging out earlier. We shot a music video. My homeboy Indy came from his the hometown of of Othello. He came through. He blessed us. It's always a blessing when he comes through because we have a good time. Um, <clears throat> he met up with us. We we shot a couple scenes. It's a very experimental video that we did today. Um, but I really did like it. A lot of people are going to fuck with it, especially if you like the classic music that I've dropped in the past. You know, I got people who have been following me since day one. Uh, they're really going to like what what we're doing. But um, you'll see it and you'll understand when we get to that point. But anyways, today I have one of my favorite artists. One of, He's younger than me, but I feel like he's wise and much older than he actually is on a calendar. <laughs> But this homie right here is a soldier. Uh, Literally, this is this is Othello's Mozart, nigga. Uh, I dig that Mozart. Real shit. Well, you just you just I'm gonna let you talk, man. Talk to the okay. people. Let them know about you, man. Let it, give them a brief synopsis. Okay, cool. I just hold this like yeah, like yeah, you yeah. would. All right, cool. Uh, all right, this is his voice, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess. Uh, I come from a small town. How much do people know about me? <laughs> how much um, do people even... The, it depends. What? As much as you put out, like, officially. Uh, well, I guess, you know, I do music videos, music. I've been doing that forever. If you just follow my stuff, you know. Uh, I've been collaborating with a bunch of people. Uh, I've worked with big artists. Uh, I work with local artists still. Uh, people of all sorts. Rookies to uh veterans it it really doesn't matter to me i'm all about the love music you know what i mean but i think that's just how i'm um just widely known around is just because i get associated with something so True. if you haven't heard of me it's just we haven't connected yet we haven't worked <laughs> we haven't worked yet that's really it uh so what, what 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 should i what should i keep going on uh well talk about the kind of music you make and what inspires you to make the music that you I like to make all kinds of music and it doesn't matter. I always tell people it's all all walks of life. Don't care what kind of genre you are. It's just about, you know, at the end of the day, if you you scrap all the life, you scrap the bodies, at the end of the day, we're just hanging out and we're just vibing and we're just expressing. We just found a beat and just as souls, we're bouncing to it and we capture the moment and then we put it out. Okay. Realistically, right? That's all we're doing. We're going on a mic and we're just bouncing our heads to it and more or less yeah yeah next thing you know we're recording yeah we're just recording it that's it uh, what's the process in the studio for you i try to make it different um really for me it's just if i have an open three to six hours in my day it just depends you know i have i do i have the business side and i have the personal side but the way i like to approach it is 
let's say from scratch, I like to just give myself six to eight months, relax, and just whenever I'm in the mood to write music, I write. You know, so by the time I'm eight months down, I have a, a little collection of a, a deposit from my album kind of thing, right? So I just have a couple songs done, and then I give myself a more work deadline, like, okay, this eight months, I've, had, I've vibed out, now maybe two months now, I got two months to really knock music out and do it like a job, you know? And so I, I knock out the album, you know, within two months and wrap it up, and then I have something out and do that again next year. Mm. And just give myself a deadline, but that's just how, uh, that's how my process is. What's the most songs that you've knocked out in a short period of time? In a short period of time. Um, you know, it, it just depends. Like, I guess recorded or just written? <laughs> like, full thing. Full like, thing? Record. Oh, we've done like, uh, we've done like half hour, 15 minute. Like, that's it. You know, oh, that's the no, fastest. No, no, I mean like a whole project. Like, oh, a whole okay, project. Not necessarily the whole, like, but let's say that you got on a hot streak and did like 50 singles. Okay, that's the mm -hmm. most that you did in like, you know, a short period of time. Like, let's say you had a hot streak, like, and you just did more music than you had ever done. Mm, you know, I feel like, I feel like I don't know if I've ever had a hot streak, but I have had moments where, you know, I think we went out, there's a group of us, and we legit just, um, we wrote verses in five to seven minutes while the beat was going, and we wrote about... I don't know, maybe a hundred within, you know, four to five hours or something like that. Mm -hmm. And we just go in there and we just write. It was just mm -hmm. nuts, man. That's how I do my verses. You made a bunch of a big records with just like on rap cipher tip or what was it, or was it like? Uh, no, actually, no, that's just more behind the scenes with people. But, you know, uh, I feel like it just depends. Um, you know, I'm more about the body of work of albums. Okay. That's just that's cool. that's who I am as as a musician. I always feel like just I love I love albums that have a lot of good work in it. Okay. You know what I mean? Speak to that. What do you appreciate about an album more than a mixtape or an EP? Any other project? What um, makes it superior? You know, it's not even about being superior. I just enjoy a lengthy body of work. You know, like I always think it doesn't matter who you are. If you have fans, your fans probably want a good chunk of material from you like i know when i hear um like if i hear another album from an artist i love and it comes out this month this whatever you know i'm like oh you know i hope it's got at least 12 songs at least you know you're hoping it's 20 because it's your favorite artist so i feel like what if someone's like that for me but you know i'm not i'm not even trying to be like I'm trying to be humble about it at the same time. I just want to enjoy the music. And it's not about having fans, but it's like someone might be out there going, man, I wish I had more Tory North on this on this album. I wish I had more indie on this album, you know? I, so I just kind of give it to them. It's not, it's no, no harm for me, you know? <clears throat> That's how I feel about it. That's a good look. Um, <laughs> who would you, if you have a, a dream collaboration right now, in the game. Ooh, a dream collab? Yeah. Well, how big can I have this collab? As big as you want. As big as I wanted? Yeah. Oh man, this would be crazy. It'd be a weird one. I would have <clears throat> I would have Pac. Okay. I would have Eminem. Okay. I would have Drake. Okay. I would have fifty cent. Okay. I'd, have, I'd probably put Ritz on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Switch it up, you know? 
That would be a fucking bang. Wouldn't that be a weird one? <laughs> It'd be, be dope though. They go hard. Hey, that like that's that's really legit. Some good collection of rappers, you know. Why Ritz? I'm just curious. Why Ritz? I feel like, like I love uh, the strange style. You know, text dope and all, but I just really appreciate that Ritz does harmonies a lot more than. Mm. You know, tech and not no shade or nothing. I just you know I like in his bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Text. I mean, tech signed him for a reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I understand it. I'm like, yeah, this is this is good. I love the first two albums so much. Like they're so they're so dope. Back to back. Like, he seems like a rapper who gets real comfortable in his craft. He's able to deliver like a good like even better every time. Like, yeah. Kevin Gates is probably another rapper, I think. Oh, he's dope. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, Cuban Links. I was telling you. (laughs) Originally, I was like, Cuban Links. I'm like, hell yeah. Okay, so that's a good... Okay, what's another collab then? If it wasn't that super collab. Like, just maybe one artist. If you could see one song. Just with me. Just you, one song. Oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be so tough. And if you want for bonus points, a producer for that song. Pick a producer, too. Okay. I guess if it was right, right now... I, I want to just go with this era to make it simple. Okay. You know? Right now, I would go with Roddy Rich. Okay. Indian Roddy Rich. Indian okay. Roddy Rich. Who's producing that? Um. Uh, what's his name? J-Key. Jake 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 Keith. You don't know the Oh, Tay Keith. Tay Keith. Yeah, there you go. He's everywhere. The the Memphis. Yes. Yeah. I would have him produce it. If it was today. That would be hard. It would be different, right? That'd be a <clears throat> Um nice. I feel like those are two good like they're thriving. They're I feel like they're great at, for what they are, the artistry, the the culture, the buzz, the the respect. Roddy Rich has so much respect in his game, like he really does for his era, for even out, even older people, even older people like yeah. Roddy Rich, you yeah. know, it's true. And younger people still do like Eminem, or not, not Eminem, but I'm sorry, Take Heath, because he's he's worked with Eminem, he's worked with Drake, he's worked with the young people, he's everywhere. So I feel like as a producer, that would be cool. Roddy you know? Rich is cool because he he raps about things like from like an older standpoint. Yeah, like, yeah, like he. He references like shows and shit from like the nineties mm-hmm. and quotes and stuff that you'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's funny. But he still says some young. He still says some young shit. He though. throws that in there. He's like yeah. a young OG. It's cool. That's why I like. I like Roddy Rich. I approve yeah. of Roddy Rich. A Boogie and Roddy Rich are having really good years. <clears throat> Man, I I work with Roddy Rich. I feel like Roddy Rich right now is um. I, I've seen him get, you know, praises from so many rappers. I'm just like, this is probably the dude. I really liked his album early on when it first came out. I thought yeah. it was a really good project. In the box right now, it's, such a, it's huge right now. Yeah, TikTok made that a brilliant Oh my crazy. God, yeah. It shows you how powerful TikTok is. I know cool. it is. I hate TikTok, but it's super powerful if you got it. It almost makes you want to, like, do a TikTok video. I feel like for us older people, it's a little tougher. We're going to be those guys with TikTok. We're those guys... We're those guys. <laughs> I, think, I think people blow up no matter how old. This yeah, no, this is true. This is true. It just makes it easier when you're on multiple platforms. I think by by being obnoxious is how you break the stereotypes and make it more yeah. acceptable. Yeah, for yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, TikTok too is material that you got to like, um, I don't have the energy for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I can't bob my head around and lip sync to other people's but if music. You make, if you make a slap... That people dance to? Yeah, that'd be cool. I thought about that. That's that's the whole thing, though. You just have to produce it, or you just have to record you, it. Just be a part of the culture. That's it. And, and you'll make a big name in it. 
Because yeah. I, I got I got a couple songs that people can make dances to. That'd be dope. But I just got to get the crew together, you know, for the most yeah. part. You got to build these things. You can't really just discover them or wait for them to discover you. Yeah. That's what I figured out. Yeah. It sucks, but... But it's cool, though, because that's why you reach out to your community and see who's out there. And then you start building off of what you find, kind of. Yes, sir. When are you releasing this, by the way? The... This podcast? Yeah. This one probably, like... In like two or three months or something. Two or three months, dope. Yeah. So we can probably talk about the album right now and still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically, be I'm not checking my nine minute time. Like three months are gonna go by. Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> most definitely. Like three months are gonna go by tonight. When they hear this, they'll probably already have the album. Yeah, no, it's true. Weird. Okay, so we're talking the perspective yeah. that they've already heard it. Yep. What the? Oh, that's crazy! I can't wait to check it's this like out. It's like futuristic. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to check this out now. All right. So, so you, it's your job now to treat my future listeners. Oh, that's right. With the respect that you understand that they are listening to you in real time while talking to them in the future. Yes. Okay, so we, we both know this. You are to now talking to them. So now, it's true. where do you want to take this? You, they're listening to you right now. Um, let's see. I guess the album. Yes. The album itself, we're talking about it. Um, I mean, if it's cool. Tell me Tell me about why that. Not? I feel like it's, it's, I feel like if you're putting this on a podcast, it's cool. Well, know. no, no, it's about you, the spot, your episode. <laughs> you could literally talk about anything. Okay, that, cool. That well, uh, well, I'm putting out the Indy 500. Okay. The Indy 500. Yep. Um, I don't know, like, I don't know if you read the back uh, of it or not. I, I don't know if you were able to read it. I think it was too short, but anyway. You didn't anyway, <laughs> yeah, anyone who does end up reading it, it doesn't matter. Uh, I put a little story on why I put the Indy 500 out. And I was just talking about, you know, at the, at the front cover, it's me crashing. Like, the, in, in, an, <clears throat> in an Indy 500, like Kamikaze. Because, you know, I pay homage to Eminem because he's a big influence, influencer of mine. And even though everybody's shitting on him these days, I really feel as an influencer, he's made me as a musician. So I'm like, you know what? I, I got to say something. I got to say something, right? That's how I feel anyway. Anyway, so I put the Indy 500 out. And the other reason why I'm putting it out on April 20th is not just because it's 420. But last year, I got in a big wreck on 420. Uh, I was on the passenger side, and it just wrecked the whole the whole car. I was uh, in a concussion, and I was passed out for two days. And I woke up, and I thought, you know, if I didn't wake up, one of the things I realized was like, man, the music I wanted to make, the ideas that I wanted to project wouldn't have came out if I didn't do it. So I was like, if I die, I might as well have this thing out, <clears throat> even if it's not the big grand, you know, project that I'm trying to put out. <clears throat> but, you know, I'm just searching for it. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's that's why I called it any 500 and releasing it on 420. <laughs> that's pretty dope i like the the story behind it yeah i feel like it's got to have a little bit more um i feel like the the messages has got to be more out there these days mm-hmm. uh, or else people you know i don't know i feel like people don't care when you don't put a meaningful album with substance in it right um what's your favorite song off this project my personal favorite song let's see i wish i had the list Oh, I like, personally, I dig, um, it's called Took a Second. It's one of the first singles. Um, that's why I'm making it one of the first singles. I personally like the song 500, if you ever check it out. You know, Indie 500, the album's got a song called 500. I really like that one. Um, Are you going to do the new video at the racetracks? 
Um, I, I'm trying to, yes. We're going to, one of the ideas, now you know, I'm always trying to do big ideas, big abstract ideas, don't care. Don't care what the limits are, just tell me the idea, and I'll make my own way to replicate it. So we were looking at actual race cars in the state. At first, we found one in Las Vegas. Mm. Maybe we can rent that out. We're heading to Vegas this October, or I forgot, this summer sometime. So maybe, like, I doubt, have, you know, we'll have the cash for it. Yeah. But if we can at least get a quote, maybe we can manifest it. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is uh, we're trying to get a go-kart, or like go-kart Indy 500s, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're trying to get <clears throat> possibly a bunch of girls in bikinis and just have them all um, <laughs> yeah. play in the, you know, Indy 500 model okay. cars. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and we'll just have one girl uh, wave it down. That might be fun. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, something different. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna have girls, might as well have them have fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, the some other songs. There's a lot of songs on there. To be honest, Juice is on it. Mm. Um, uh, that one's you know needed a, a home, so I was just like, put it on there. Um, I remember you telling me once too how like most singles they need you know a home under this, this mm. choreography and. and mm-hmm. Um, that really stuck to me. I really never let a single go. I believe that. Um, after that, I was just like, ah, I gotta really give these a home. Yeah, man. <clears throat> no, you do. Yeah. They're your children. It means something. Your songs are your children. And it, and it means something too historically because if you can tie a pro a, a song to a project, yes. it's more important. I They're like, oh, I remember these songs from back in the day. Oh, it's got these songs too. I forgot about these songs. Yeah, people do that. You can win arguments if you remember. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, those are the the days. Oh, I remember this summer. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I remember this winter. I got some head during this. <laughs> In July. <laughs> to this album. It says, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. But yeah, there's lots of good music. I really can't like name a bunch of favorites without, you know, discrediting the rest. I feel. I feel. Like really, I, I made, um, like I told you, I think I made between 40 to 45 songs. And I cut it down to 19. I didn't even get to 20. And it's just, it's, I do that because I feel like, um, I feel like I'm already good as a musician. Like I'm good. I'm not saying I'm the greatest, but I'm good. I'm standard good. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I keep thinking I'm this good though, you know, or like if I keep dropping everything and just let it go, I feel like at one point I'm not growing, I'm not weeding out. So I do the 40, cut a bunch and then feel like, oh my God, this is a golden project you know do you do a 2.0 record after it i usually don't i usually don't i've thought about it i've definitely thought about it i've considered it i'm still considering it i might do some arrow ones you ever thought about taking the best songs splitting them in half and mixing them with the rest to make two really good albums i've thought about that i have thought about that that's um these are always tough decisions they're they're really I feel like um, the one thing that I, the reason I don't do that kind of thing a lot is I like to have the people marinate in one project for a year. I feel like when I drop a project, you know, in one year, I feel like that's the year I'm going to, that's the day, the month that I'm getting listened to and I have to make the most impression. I feel like I do too much wear and tear when I drop a bunch of singles outside of the album and you know i'm not known enough yet where i could just drop one and just drop something else and everyone's listening i gotta drop it and re-promote and let so you let it drop two times in the air 
Um, I think it depends how I did it. You know, it depends on the demographics, too. I think one and fourth quarter is perfect. One and fourth quarter? Yeah. So if you drop, if you drop in January, February, March, and maybe you also some, drop in, you know, November, December. You think maybe something short, like on the opposite, to kind of give it a swing? I think you can do two albums. I, I really See, this is, this is, we're creating in the moment right now. Because look at so you, everyone listening. Because you got like Future <laughs> who did something like that, you know, and then you got DMX who did something like that. Two different eras, mm. two very popular albums for each individual yeah, you're right. artist. So I think that in the future we'll be able to do those things too. Like even you, you, you have the popularity where you could drop two records in one year and get the same popularity as you did one record. Maybe. People would support both of them. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. It would almost right. be an experiment, like an experiment to see if there was an increase. You're right. You're right. Because I think that the more that you do, will encourage people to support in a little bit more of an an extra kind. I of feel way. like I've done this so long though that as soon as I get people, they just seen that I've done it forever. Mm-hmm. I feel like people see that impression already. But you know your number that are attentively watching. Yeah, you're right. They're watching in real time to see what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that you're going to have do your, your, your experiments and see, see, you know, like, let's do raffles, let's, let's do giveaways, let's do this, let's do that. Because we've got data, we're going to see what, what data yeah. we get from these folks. Because yeah. you know? <clears throat> people look at the likes, you know, they use it as metrics, you know. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, they do. Social media is interesting. It really yeah. creates a, a scale. Do you it's want any Starburst? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Um, I don't know if the speaker's like... Yeah, it's on the bottom. Okay. okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. No, that's, uh, what do you think <clears throat> about how important <clears throat> it is a logo, a good name, and branding to an artist when they're first getting into the game? Can you speak to that? Um... Would you say it's very important to a young artist? Like you should pay attention to that? You know, it's all it's all subjective. I feel like you could make it overnight and you don't even need a logo. But if you have a logo, it does project a little bit more longevity. Doesn't it help to have something official? It does. It does help to have something indirect and official official. Whatever. Flyers they're just stamps of approval. That's all they are. They're not anything. They're not actual. They don't give any actual value except for publicity value. Value if it's an actual person, you know. But logos? If, logos, yeah. So, like, okay, for example, what I mean by people is, like, if I have four sponsors on my flyer, and let's say I'm Tori, okay, one of them is Graveyard Shift, oh, one is mean. alumni, one is... Yada yada. Technically, the graveyard shift isn't a person. It's well, I was talking about like when you're gonna perform on a flyer too. They'll use your logo for the flyer. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm really big into logos. Simple. I'm big into symbols. Hmm. Anything that gives a message fast, direct, to the point. Yeah, it helps. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's very, it helps a lot. It helps when people see it over and over too. Um, it's not just about how good it is. It's about how often they see it. It can be really bad, but if people see it over and over and over and over and over again, it suddenly becomes super official and super professional. Like DJ Khaled going, DJ Khaled was annoying to everyone, but because everyone heard it a million times, it suddenly became, mm-hmm. uh, professional. You know? Some of these political campaigns, they hear some of the name a lot. 
and then they think that person's official. You know, like Joe Biden. Oh, Biden, Mike Bloomberg. Bloomberg. See the ads? Mm-hmm. Like that. <laughs> it's weird how advertisement works. Yeah. Um, it is odd. It sucks because, um, you know, there's, it is, there is a big problem right now with it. It's, um, you know, the whole false mm-hmm. news. And false. it's crazy because um, that's, that's probably, we're not going to get out of that for a long time. Yeah. We I don't think we'll get out of that in our lifetime. Well, I think it's just, I think we just seen the beginning of it because. Yeah, I think we just seen the beginning. Because we probably don't even know the full effect. Mm-mm. People, it's gonna make people stupid. Well, like you know when you know when you know that one movie where the people the feed. Yeah, 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 the people feed the plants with Gatorade or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's 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 almost the same. It is. You know what I mean? You kind of tr- tr- teach people to be dumb. It's the same mentality, it's and it's it comes out of capitalism too. And I'm not saying capitalism is bad. It's it's it really, really great. It's really great though. But it really does. You know it's. There's the purest form of capitalism that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll sell you. It's racism. The it's, um, it's the person with the highest money can... Uh, it's classism. Create the rules. And that's not... Um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to an extent. I agree to 90% of it. And then there's that little 10%. Little 5 to 10% I don't. You know, Bloomberg is the 8th richest man in the world. Uh, yeah, or something like that. That's a lot of bread. It is. Um, he says he's going to endorse Joe Biden. Is he really? Mm. Everyone's acting like Joe Biden has, like, a golden dick. I don't understand that. <laughs> he smiles. He acts like he's handsome. Old um, yeah, he's... He makes a lot of mistakes. And, you know, I love... I love Joe Smile. <laughs> he's a, like he's the type of dude that can fuck up, and he gives you that smile, and you're like, "Oh, Joe, mm-hmm. oh, Joe." <laughs> but to be honest, I don't think he should be running. What um, about him and Bernie? Him versus Bernie? Um, I th- I prefer Bernie over Joe. Yeah. If I had to pick between those two, I prefer Bernie over Joe. Yeah. And it's not even like anyone who loves Joe. It's not. You know, it's nothing personal, nothing. It's just the dude forgets a lot of shit. Like, it's super bad, though, with him. It's not nothing personal. Like, you're just on stage, and you say something, and you just said it, and I'm just like, bro, come he on. He something like, don't, this... if you don't like me, vote for the other Biden. <laughs> you know. Look it up. I feel like, uh, I know a lot of people say he's got, like, signs of, uh, not autism, but, like, you know, I, I think it might be autism. It's not forgetting shit when you, but like when you hallucinate or short term memory. Alzheimer's, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. It could be. What if they elect him and then he just goes Alzheimer? I mean, oh, he'd be, that'd be crazy. <laughs> I don't know if he could qualify or whatever, but if like if that was diagnosed and true, I don't, I don't know what would happen. They'd probably remove him from office. You really think so? I feel like... If you're um, mentally ill in your office, if you're unable to hold the, the job... Yeah, yeah. They'll get you out, because that nigga holds the codes. The nuclear codes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's so true. That's just nuts. You gotta worry about people with guns when the nuclear codes. How do you feel about burning uh, 
Bernie trying to tax 52% to people making over 10 million. Oh, that's a myth. That's a lot of fake news. Is that fake news? Yeah. I thought it was, uh, so what, what, what's the real numbers? Mm. They took some, they, they, they pretty much made up some numbers. Oh, uh, uh, they made up some numbers. They brought up things, you know, that's not what I said. Oh, yeah. Fake news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. It's going to be hard to get over that kind of thing. Like, damn, we have to just over and over and over and over. These politicians are out there on the thing. Yeah, for sure. Elizabeth Warren, she... I mean, if she joined forces with Bernie and was his vice president, that would probably be the best for her. But her running... Oh, yeah, it would. That would probably kill it. But her by herself is not going to do anything. No, I don't think so either. And it's not even her. I think it's... I think it's just, um... You know, I think it's it might be like the whole sexism thing too. Yeah. I mean, it's not even it's not even like anyone's sexist, but I feel like majority of you know the white males, especially, you know, they don't vote for mm-hmm. they don't vote for them. Mm. If you're gonna go against Trump too, like nah. Yeah, I don't think Elizabeth would do really well against Trump. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't like to admit it, but we need white males on on your side to get the yeah. vote. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's true. You really do need white friends. You also need males. the black vote. You you Joe need Biden it all. You need it all. But Joe Biden is showing you that the black vote will elevate you. Oh yeah, it's true. No, it's 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 true. You need all the votes, but the you know the white people definitely because they. You know, they have still today, the most, most of the people who vote are white. Even though the, the portions and ratios of the United States is, you know, it's starting to even out more. It's sort of less whites. So you're seeing more blacks, more Mexicans. But the voters are still the same. It's still Aunt Bertha voting. It's still, you know, your, your Uncle Steve. You know what I mean? Those are the people who are still voting. And a lot of people are not voting. And people just don't care. I don't think it's, you know... I think that's what's what's happening with uh, Steve's fucking voting. <laughs> I think that's why Joe Biden's so far up there because people don't realize he's blown up. Yeah, he's blown up. Yeah, he's blown up. But it, and it's because he's remembering more words than usual. <laughs> that's probably the only reason why he's blown up. Um, it looks like Bernie's going to be the run, runner though. Biden was winning on delegates. Oh, was he? Yeah, he had 500 and Bernie had 435 earlier. Oh, dang. It looked like, well, they got to get to almost 200, 2000, I'm sorry. I know. 1991 or something. That sucks. Bernie will hit it first. I mean, he's probably, let me see, he's probably already passed. Um, I could probably not close out of this and, and check, but he's probably already passed Biden if you were to look. Let me see. Sorry, folk, we're checking the delegates right now. <laughs> yeah. Where's the list? There's like an updated list. Are you, are you going to be able to edit this? Yeah. Oh, you will. Do you usually only keep the interesting stuff? Yeah. That's good. Do you ever do like a little commercial where you take... 30 seconds to a minute of the best. Mm-hmm. Cool. Who's going to win the 2020 election? There we go. Okay, so Joe Biden, 566 delegates. Oh, holy crap. Bernie, 501 delegates. Elizabeth, 61 delegates. 
Michael Bloomberg 53 delegates. Oh, $700 million gets you 53 delegates. Almost a billion dollars he wasted for 53 stinking fucking delegates. Yeah. Holy shit, what a humiliation. Um, Pete Buttigieg had 26 delegates. <laughs> um, Tulsi had... Look, Andrew That's... Yang had zero. Nobody <laughs> fucking gave a shit. <laughs> They're going to take away his Wikipedia page. Hey, no, though, but for real, Andrew Yang, though, now that he's mm-hmm. put that into the universe and he's touched on the subject, mm-hmm. it'll be brought up again next year. Mm-hmm. And if Andrew Yang runs next time, um, he's probably going to get a lot more uh, footwork in, you know? Dead ass, no real smoke. He's going to get a lot. He's going to be where Bernie was, you know what I mean? Like, Bernie mm-hmm. didn't win, and he came back, now he's... Really up there, you know what I mean? No, you're right. That's crazy. Um, and Andrew Yang's young enough to keep going. Yeah. You know? And if he's a, if he really is a true entrepreneur and a businessman, he can afford to at least do it every time. You know. Yeah. True. Keep it going. Because if he can sustain, then he can. Then he can definitely do it. But and if he can't, it really shows a lot about Andrew Yang's theory. I think. Yeah. It really does. In what way? I feel like uh, if you're if you're a entrepreneur who's a millionaire and you are pushing the idea of giving everyone a thousand dollars, but you can't. Um, okay, if he can afford to go run this year and get as far as he did, he should be able to afford every year to run until he makes it. Yeah. Right. He should be able to afford it. If not, that means. If you're, I feel like if your business ain't right, your politics ain't right. Kind of thing too, you know. Even though Trump's like, you know, Trump's like, oh, that means that Trump should be the greatest president, but that's not true. You know what I mean? It's just, I feel like at the same time, because his business was so high, that's why he got voted on the Republican side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was really the richest guy on the other side. And we're gonna take a quick break. 